huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Six things that one of the pound-for-pound inflation-adjusted richest men that's ever lived can and has taught people on how to build great, vast success in business and vast wealth. So, pound-for-pound, one of the richest men that's ever lived is John Paul Getty. Now, I won't go into his story because I want to go into his six rules, but you can research him. He made, you know, it'd probably be 100 billion or more in today's money. And his six rules for business success, wealth, number one are you must be in business for yourself. Now, what I'm going to do is interpret each one. Number two is you must sell a product that's in demand. Number three is you must absolutely guarantee that product that's in demand. Number four, you must give better service than your competition. Number five, you must reward those who do the work for you. And I'll tell you what number six is at the end. So I'll interpret all of these really quick, short, sharp, shot in the arm of motivation to get you going for the week. So number one, you must be in business for yourself. What that means is you're allowed to make a profit. You're allowed to cover your overheads. You're allowed to do meaningful work that relates to you and who you are and um, something that you'd want to get up in the morning to do. You don't have to be a philanthropic organization or a charity or a hippie that doesn't ever have any money themselves and just gives it all away. You're allowed to charge for your work and you're allowed to make a fair profit. Now, by the way, you're also allowed to set up a philanthropic organization and a charity and give loads away, but you must also be in business to pay your own overheads, to make a fair profit margin, to do meaningful work that you love to do. That's my interpretation of his rule number one. His rule number two, you must sell a product or service that's in demand, uh, of course, but in, in um, industries that John Paul Getty was in, such as oil and then the big industries such as steel and now the big network concept industries such as, you know, social media and apps, uh, the Internet, uh, space travel, all these things are hugely in demand. But so were sticky labels for post-it notes. You know, and so are home delivery services like Deliveroo, where you can get your Wagamamas delivered to your home via an app. Um, so I would recommend that you check with Facebook groups, create polls, uh, customers, followers, fans, test groups. I would check that you I would uh, check for you that you check 
that there is demand for your product and service. I call this crowdsourcing. Um, and a great way to do this is to have an, a loop between you and your potential market, create a very rough version one of the product, sell it at a fair exchange price, i.e. a bit lower than it would be if it was a version two, but still charging for it, put it out to market, uh, get feedback from your um, users, uh, and then create your version two, your version three, your version four. If you spend years and years and years building a product that you don't know is uh, there's any demand for, you could waste years of time and money. So you must sell a product that's in demand. All right, number three, you must guarantee that product absolutely. You must stand behind it, your soul, your belief, your mission. You must believe it's the best because that comes through you when you sell it in your pitch, in your vision. Uh, if, if you don't believe in yourself, why should anyone else? If you want to attract a great team around you, you must absolutely stand behind and, behind and guarantee your product. Yes, emotionally. Yes, um, with volition, but also financially, guaranteeing it with you know money back, making sure that you serve your clients and customers, and if anything goes wrong, you fix it. So guarantee it in your delivery, but also guarantee it financially, because if you do that, you reduce the friction and increase the trust with your users, your buyers, and your marketplace, and therefore they're more likely to spend more money and refer more people to you. So that's number three, guaranteeing your product absolutely. Not half-heartedly, not, you know, not wimpishly, but absolutely. All right, number four, you must give a better service than the competition. Uh, the free market capitalist system allows people to go into a market where there's fair regulation and create a service and put it to the market and charge a fair price. Uh, and because of this um, competition, it creates an incentive to give a best fair price and an incentive to innovate your product and service to be better than your competition so that you can have more of the custom or you can increase your price and have more of a margin. So free markets and capitalism create that environment. But you must absolutely endeavor to A, be the best, to be reinvest some of your profits into your company, uh, invest in innovation, be creative, care, consider to improve. Amazon went 20 years without making a profit and they weren't even interested in profit. They were interested in reinvesting all of their money to make a better platform and a better service. And now Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos has just become the richest man in the world. He made something ridiculous like 7 billion in 24 hours. He's the richest man now on the planet. So he was incessant and is incessant about being better than the competition, but not just by saying, oh, yeah, I'm the best and trying to improve your product and service. It's also about reinvesting money in. It's about embracing, embracing innovation. Uber embraced innovation and because of the black cabs maybe didn't embrace innovation. Airbnb embraced innovation, but maybe the hotel industry didn't embrace innovation. It's this constant desire to improve, to serve, to listen to your customers, community members, your fans and your followers. You know, you're doing something they don't really want it. They're asking you for something that they want. You would be wise to change the offering so that you give them what they want. Number five, then, you must reward those who do the work. So you want top salespeople who are earning as much as the CEO. You know, you should be paying people well for doing great work. Um, because if you just cream it all off the top and you've got a load of workers on a minimum wage, why are they going to go and do the work for you? Um, so whether that's profit shares, whether that's commission schemes, whether that's reward through gifts by making them feel really important, by giving them a really good, important titles and roles and giving them projects and leading them and inspiring them rather than micromanaging them. There's lots of different ways of get, uh, rewarding people for doing good work. Uh, you need to reward people for going, doing good work. According to many recruitment experts, 
the main things that um, keep people in a role and, um, you know, have them enjoy their role is progression, recognition and autonomy as much as money. So can they progress up a career ladder and get a better role or more um, responsibilities and autonomy? Can they get uh, be given a task and an instruction and be treated like an adult, given autonomy to do their work, their way in their art, um, just delivering on measurables? Are they being rewarded emotionally from their sort of self-esteem point of view, from their positioning and financially and time and choice? And then six, the final of the six rules of one of the richest men that's ever lived pound for pound, John Paul Getty. And that is you must build your success upon the success of others. So standing on the shoulders of giants, doing joint ventures, leveraging banks, getting mentors, um, you know, having partners around the world, having affiliates um, share your uh, products out in the world, uh, maybe even buying smaller competitors like Amazon just bought Whole Foods, um, you know, to accelerate your market share or get into a market that you want to move into that they do better than you. Hiring great staff who've got 20 or 30 years great experience in another niche. There's so many ways that you build on the success of others. But what some of the most rife and terrible advice from poor people pretending that they know what they're talking about. And I mean, first world poor is, oh, well, you just have to work hard. You don't have to go on courses. You don't need mentors. You don't have to learn about anything. You just have to get out there and go do it and work hard and learn from your mistakes. Uh-uh. Learn from the mistakes of successful people vicariously by finding out what they did right and wrong and learning from that rather than investing your money and losing it. Would you rather learn about bankruptcy by going bust yourself? Or by talking to three or five people on speed dial who've gone bankrupt, who can tell you the things they did wrong and the things you need to do right to make sure that you don't. Well, I mean, your choice, but sure, you'd learn about going bankrupt for being bankrupt, but you might also completely ruin your business, your reputation and your life. So you, you leverage other people, their knowledge, their experience, their contacts, their money, their reach, uh, uh, and therefore you can accelerate your success. So let me summarize the six rules of one of the richest billionaires that's ever lived, pound for pound, inflation adjusted, John Paul Getty. Rule number one, you must be in business for yourself. You're allowed to serve yourself too. Rule number two is you must sell a product that's in demand. Rule number three is you must absolutely guarantee that product. Number four, your product or service must be better than the competition. Number five, you must reward those that do the work. And number six, you must build your success upon the success of others. So short, sharp, shot in the arm of motivation, caffeine cast this morning. Implement these six rules into your business or whatever it is that you're building or your wealth strategy uh, and you will grow. It's a pretty simple set of rules. You just have to apply it. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk a bit.